The music Dicks. What's going on, Dickheads? Welcome back to another installment of the Music Dicks Podcast. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you guys listening. If this is your first time, welcome. Glad to have stolen your flower. You always have a first time one time, right? Yeah, there's always a first time one time. If you've listened to multiple episodes, we appreciate you very, very much. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, because, I mean, it, we like doing this. Don't get don't get us wrong. We, we really enjoy doing this. But instead of seeing, like, only three people playing the podcast after it's been out for a week, we see a lot more, you know, higher numbers. That makes us feel better about ourselves. So we are doing it because we love to do it, but we're also doing it because people are listening. Yeah, we want to know what you guys think. Yeah, we're so vain, we bet we think this podcast's about us. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. So we're going to get into it today. Saw a list online of the most underrated guitar solos of all time, and Tristan and I got to thinking, you know, what's some underrated guitar solos that, that we know or that we think, and we're going to kind of give reasons why we think each solo is underrated in each specific song. I'm sure there'll be reasons and meanings that some of the songs are on our list, and I'll let you guys into the process of how we did this. Basically, Tristan and I kind of brought a bunch of solos to the table, we individually ranked them, and then we... We uh, got the average uh, ranking of each solo between the two of us, and then we made a list out of them. So pretty simple mathematics. But anyway, uh, we'll go ahead and start with number 20 on the list. And number 20 is My Revolution by Halifax. I had never heard this song before, and Josh showed it to me. Yeah, so this was a song that it's by a band called Halifax, like he said. So when I was in high school, I listened to a lot of pop punk or power pop or power pop. Power pop. pop that's yeah. a new one. Whatever. Whatever you want to call the stuff, you know, the Fallout Boys and the stuff like that. And this is kind of one of those bands, and they had a couple hits. Uh, they got another song called Sydney that I think is really good. So the solo in this, even though it ranks 20 for us, it's a really, really good guitar solo. The music in this almost reminds me of a, and I can't ever pinpoint the Motley Crue song, but it's kind of like Motley Crue-ish, almost yeah, hair metal-ish. I very much still got that vibe. Um, so with that being said, number 20 on our list is My Revolution by Halifax. So what's number 19? So number 19 is a song by REO Speedwagon, and that song is called Roll With The Changes. heard this one before yeah but i had never like thought and picked out the solo i suppose there's a lot of the songs on here that uh one coming down the list and especially like that i was really surprised that you found a solo in it that was yeah and i actually mean pretty underrated we kind of both 
like I said, and uh, prior to us starting, we, we kind of both brought our own songs to the table. And I, I believe there was maybe a couple on this one that we both like definitely agreed yeah. upon. But uh, for the most part, we kind of ranked each other's choices. And then we kind of, to make it fair, kind of evened them out to see where the score was. Anyway, this song, Roll With The Changes Itself, I think is a great song. R.E.S.B. Mm-hmm. Wagon, to me, is an underrated band. They got a lot of great songs out there. Roll With The Changes has a really, really killer guitar solo that comes after like a really good like synthesizer solo. And it just fits so well into the song and like i said the song itself i think is a really good song to begin with so adding all that pumped up stuff to it and a really Mm -hmm. killer guitar solo towards the end of the song is really really nice yeah i like this one quite a bit yeah so all right we'll move on and that is seed of filth by six feet under As you can maybe probably tell by now, because I kind of told you that I picked the Halifax song for a reason. With the, the Seed of Filth song, this is something that I hadn't heard before. You'll find as we go up the list that we were very kind of honest and not opinionated when it came to ranking all of these mm-hmm. different different solos on the list. But yeah, tell us about Seed of Filth. So this one for me, the, the reason that it really sticks out is there's this really cool harmony part that they do with like some delays and just like overlaying guitars. For the most of the solo, you only have like one lead player and the other guy's playing rhythm. But at some point through it, they kind of both and just break and start playing leads into it. It's so cool. Like, I love this solo. It's early in the song and it really just fits and melds the whole song into another chorus. Like, I love it. Yeah, and you showed that to me and we kind of had to sit there and pick it out. Um, yeah, for whatever reason, we couldn't hear it very well. Yeah, the headphones that we were wearing during the time weren't really picking it out, so we had to rewind it and try it again and try it again. But it was almost, to me, it was a, like you were trying to exactly to pinpoint a certain part of the solo for me to Which hear. Which it was. It was that, like, delayed feedback yeah. type. Yeah, and I mean, if you're, if you're picking an exact point of a solo to try to show somebody, then obviously I would assume that that solo is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be just a little lick here in the solo that somebody likes, but I mean, you're pinpointing a part in the solo that you really enjoyed, and I enjoyed it as well, and that's why it's on our list. Yeah, and that's definitely why I chose it to be underrated, because there is that just little section of like harmony parts that they have going on. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to number 17, and number 17 is And Justice For All by Metallica. Ew. right out of my mouth but so metallica i'm going to assume that most of our listeners who are steady listeners returning listeners loyal listeners know by now that this is probably not a solo that i picked yeah more than likely yeah the solo though however is phenomenal it is a really really good solo uh yeah i'm not a metallica guy and i I will give metallica credit um and i've said it before i think their first three albums are really good (laughs) you missed the one that this is on (laughs) yeah um yeah like their best album yeah and i mean once again you're a metallica fan a lot of people will have different opinions on what the best one is. so we haven't really mentioned it uh yet and we probably should um who is playing the solo on this song so well that's the thing and like when i 
showed him this solo, we only got to kind of go through the first one because there is like three main solos in the song. Kirk is playing most of the leads in this, but they do a lot of like dual harmony parts, stuff like you would hear in Event Sevenfold and whatnot, um, that really dictate and make a lot of the solos. And they kind of, they meld in between like being solos and just like bridge parts and stuff because of the way that they structure their harmonies and yeah. stuff. But yeah. it's mostly Kirk. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not a Metallica fan, but the fact that we both individually ranked all these solos mm-hmm. and it didn't get low enough to not be for me list, yeah. to be like not on the list or at the very bottom of the list mm-hmm. i mean it says something i mean like i said Metallica is not for me it's not everybody's cup of tea there's some stuff by mm-hmm. Metallica i like and i'll give the guys credit but you know this is just and aside uh, from solos the rhythm parts in this song are so incredibly complicated yeah and i mean that's stuff that you're gonna pick out more because i haven't uh, i'm not gonna say that i've listened to a ton of metallica but i've listened to enough to know what i like and what i don't like and i really I've think heard. is like a lot of the times you can hear something and not understand how hard or like how complex it is to play. I used to think I could play a lot of Lamb of God songs and you go and look at your tabs and you're like, whoa, they're Ooh. playing this so <laughs> like all over the place. Yeah. I remember but, like the, what's the, what's the, uh, the guitar book that used to come out. Um, it was like a guitar magazine and they would have like the songs. They would guitar have some, World. Guitar World. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like there'd be Lamb of God stuff and you'd see somebody mm-hmm. else and like it's a lot easier and they see Guitar World and it's like 12, 15, 16, 18, 23, yes. 11. Yeah. So a bunch of stuff thrown together. Um, but anyway, so that's number 17 on the list and we're going to move to number 16, which which is ready made by the red hot chili peppers. So a ton of chili peppers on my original list of great underrated guitar solos before we condensed it to what we have here. The solo in this, okay, so when you introduce a guitar solo by like saying something, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like setting the stage for that guitar solo. Like in uh, The Ball and a Biscuit where he's like, and this is what I'm going to say about it. Yeah, or uh, in uh, it. or come, uh, come Inside by the Crooked Roots where whoever it is announces guitar. Like I, it's funny because I think that uh, the darkness, I believe in a thing called love. Mm-hmm. They do that in the song as well. They go, guitar! And then the guitar solo comes out. So John Frusciante, I mean, the Chili Peppers has been have been through guitar players over the year. Frusciante keeps coming back. He's left for a while. He's came back. What album is this off of? Stadium, Stadium Arcadium, yeah. yeah. Which, ooh, an incredible album. Yeah, we'll have to and, do that. And album. there was actually two songs off Stadium Arcadium that was on my bigger list for underrated guitar solos. So, I mean, I think people that really like... I mean, Danny California definitely could have been on here for yeah. me. I love that solo. I, I interrupt you. Well, no, it's fine. And I, I think that, you know, a lot of people that know the Chili Peppers, you know, material mm. very well, like us, we know John Frusciante is an incredible guitar player. Yeah. But a lot of people out there just know the Chili Peppers and they don't know who's behind the solos. Yeah, or what's Frusciante. But anyway, like I said, um, so Anthony uh, Kiedis. Yeah, I think so. He introduces the guitar solo by saying, clean it up, Johnny. And then Frusciante comes in with this guitar solo, and the guitar solo is just mm-hmm. great. He, he, just, he just weaves in and out of the rhythm track that's behind him, and it's just really, really, really good. And like I said, if you know the Chili Peppers, you probably already know that Frusciante, and they've got great guitar players, they've had great guitar players, but Frusciante is really, really good. Like, Flea is their bassist. We know when you hear the bass, it's Flea. Frusciante is also giving them that sound, like you know when Frusciante's playing, because he has his own sound. But anyway, this solo 
to me is a really really good solo and it's on our list and that's why yeah because you listen to even any new sh- chili peppers with uh is it the new guy that's playing yeah for, that's well, gonna he's back uh for shanti's josh back. josh something josh uh yeah you're right but uh for shanti's playing back with him now, again yeah. i believe because klinghoffer yeah yeah that's yeah josh, josh klinghoffer yeah he's awesome too but it's not the same sound man yeah, Josh Klinghoff. Well, you know, it's not. It's a very he's a very different guitar player. But at the same time at the same time, like old old Chili Peppers is not, you know, well, it's like very different. Mid nineties Chili Peppers. Yeah, and I mean you gotta figure we've brought it up before, like Dave Navarro was playing guitar yeah. for him early, early on. So mm-hmm. I mean they've they've been through guitar players. But that being said, like I said, it, I, I think it's a really good solo, and that's why it made the list, and Tristan thought it was a good solo too, and that's why it's not number twenty. So the next song on our list is a song that we both aren't big fans of in general we, we we talked about it before we put it on the list like you have songs that the solo makes the song yeah i think we both agree that that kind of is the situation here to like be this, completely fair i had no idea the song had a solo i had yeah. never heard this before probably I'd, hadn't listened to it all the way through no, because the song I mean, itself isn't great no in my you opinion, always turn it off great. for yeah. sure but with that being said the song that we're talking about is my sharona by the knack Like you had said, I, I don't think I had realized it had a solo. And then I start reading these online forums and Reddit and all this mm-hmm. stuff, and everybody's talking about the solo in my Sharona. And I mean, granted, the song is catchy. It's a catchy song. Yeah, but, it's not the worst thing ever, but it's yeah. still... But at the same time, catchy songs can also yeah. be annoying songs. Pretty quickly. They kind of go hand in hand sometimes. Um, but with that being said, the solo in this is, when I say that there are certain songs where solos make the song, to me, this is a perfect example of that because the solo in this is just incredible. You just remove the solo and let it sit by itself realistically. It yeah. doesn't even fit in the song. I mean, they just start shredding. They should have just, I mean, like I said, the solo makes a song, but they should have just taken like the 45 second to a minute solo at the end of the song and just put this as another track on there. Yeah. <laughs> their album and Honestly. not put it at the end of this like you wasted a great solo on my sharona you it's, really did it's an incredible solo i'm not 100 sure who played the solo on this one but no, whoever it is hats no off idea. to them great because, guitar work though yeah absolutely because you you, t- you take a song that neither of us are fond of and make us listen to it mm-hmm. so you know we're picking out the solo because it's great we'll move on to number 14 which is cortez the killer cortez the killer by neil young
I think we had both kind of talked about what Neil Young song to put on the list because I think most people know that Neil Young is a great songwriter. Mm-hmm. I think most people know that Neil Young is, I mean, Neil Young's a pretty popular guy. I mean, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young was incredible. Uh, Buffalo Springfield was great. Neil Young's got a great solo career. Neil Young and Crazy Horse, they were, you know, doing their thing for a long time. But, you know, I, I kind of struggled. And the solos in the album or the studio recordings aren't bad. They're, they're Neil Young. But, um... The live versions of this song, any of them, any of them that are live with him, with Crazy Horse, uh, there's a cover, there's plenty of covers mm-hmm. of this song, but the solos in Cortez the Killer, live and on the studio album, um, are really, really good. Um, like I said, most people know Neil Young's a great songwriter, but I don't think many people realize how good of a guitar player Neil Young is. I don't know that I would have picked a single Neil Young song, like you could have given me 200 underrated guitar songs, and I don't think I would have ever thought about picking Neil, yeah. Neil Young, you know what I mean? But they're just so classic solos like he knows how to write for a song well, so well and I think there's a reason that we didn't pick a lot of songs because a lot of songs it's like who's playing the solo oh that's not underrated yeah. and I mean there are a couple songs on here where I kind of struggled with you know being able to say hey this is definitely an underrated guitar solo because who's playing who mm-hmm. because of who is playing the solo but I, like I said I don't think uh, guitar players I mean out there probably know that Neil Young's a great guitar player his his style is very different it's his own his tone another thing is, is incredible and there's another song on this list that to both of us uh, we would agree that's very Neil, Neil Young-esque and the tone's very Neil Young-y Cortez the Killer Man not only is it my favorite Neil Young song but I think like I said live he really really shines with the solos but studio it's good too so we'll move on to number 13 on the list, which is a song that we both thought when we went into this would rank higher on our list. Yeah, we really did. I can't believe it's this long. And I mean, there's two really good solos in this song, um, and that song is called A Personality by In Living Color. Um, that not only is, you know, called a personality a good song, but they've got other good songs. Well, called a personality is just their biggest hit. Yeah. So when you pulled this up, I was immediately like, oh yeah, no, this, that's such a great pick for this because like the solo is just so manical. Like when you go and look up tabs all the times, like you hear stories about people trying to tab this out and just are never right. Yeah. And you said that to me. And then the, of course this isn't, I'm not that kind of guitar player and I'm not a kind of guitar player that plays things like note for note anyway, mm-hmm. but I hadn't heard that before, but I mean, it's a crazy, there's a, two really crazy solos in this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's it's a very popular song, but once again, it's not like you hear of somebody. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not in that circle, but it's not like you hear people talking about the guitar player that's in In Living Color. No, you don't hear it a lot. You know, being that he's like a Gilmore or a Clapton. No, I don't or even know who like he that. is. Yeah, exactly. I, mean? I don't either. So that's why it's on the list of underrated guitar solos. Great solos in the song. You know, I we both recommend if you don't know what we're talking about, yeah, go, check, go check out the whole song. But the solos. I remember are great. that being one of the first songs that in Guitar Hero 3 that I was really like, okay, this is actually 
actually really challenging. See, I knew this song, obviously, prior before the list, but I remember this as CM Punk's entrance music. Really? Uh, in the WWE, yeah. That's what he came out to. Yeah, he used this for so a while. I remember while. him the whole time, but I don't remember. He, he used a, a Kill Switch song as well. I think um, I remember that. Yeah, but he used Call to Personality for a while, and I've just, I've always enjoyed this song, but then you sat down to really kind of pick out underrated guitar solos, and this landed on the list mm-hmm. for both of us here, so uh, we'll move on to number 12. So this is another one that he was probably talking about where, like, you have this guitar player that's obviously just a god, but to me, he doesn't always get looked at for it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, this, this is one of the this ones. This man always gets looked at as being a guitar god and stuff, but I don't think anyone ever just sits down and is like, hey, this solo is, like, really, really good. It's not like Slash, you I know, don't, Yeah, I don't know if I would... solo is... I don't know if I'd call him a guitar god. I would call him a guitar innovator. Innovator, innovator. He's yeah, definitely fine. an innovator. Bro, I don't know, man. He's Dude, he is so, oh, so he, good. He's what, a great... You get away from him playing all the weird stuff, like... He really does have chops. I really do. I mean, he's a great guitar player. I'm it's like John gonna... Five, dude. Like yeah. you can listen to him and Rob Zombie, and it's honestly a lot of the stuff he plays in Rob Zombie isn't that hard. It's like really, really easy. Yeah, I'm not gonna disagree. Solo stuff, it's nuts. But not to get the off the track here. Like a stone by Audio Slave. Slave's a pretty big band. Uh, Chris Cornell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had, they had quite a few. Incredible singer. But the guitar player that we're talking about is Tom Morello. Yep. Um, if you're not familiar with who Tom Morello is, which unless you're a you know music unless dick, you're Patrick Starr, yeah, unless, unless you're a music dick, <laughs> unless you're a music dick or uh, you're a you know a big fan of guitar players themselves, maybe you'd be more familiar with us saying that he's a guitar player for Rage Against the Machine. And that's, I mean, he's a great guitar player, so don't get me wrong with that. But like I said, he's an innovator because he's doing very very different stuff mm-hmm. with how he's playing it. I mean, the tone itself on the solo is very different of a tone than you know you would normally. Yeah, hear. it's so hard to find like. For whatever reason, my Digitech pedal actually has the. It's almost like identical to that tone. Yeah, but it's it, like a wah talk box. And it's yeah. okay. So what it is, it like bends the octave. Like you start on, you go all the way to the bottom with your foot pedal, and you start on like your root note, and then you just don't move the note. You just yeah. whammy the foot pedal all the way up, yeah. and it takes it clear up the fretboard yeah. into infinity and beyond. Like yeah. it does just. It's so weird. But not only is his tones crazy, the way that he plays all the time and, is and, just so I mean, the, the song itself is is a great song, and it's almost. like like you would think, and that, I think Tom Morello's always been good at being able to put these out of left field solos and songs yeah. that you wouldn't expect. This, I mean, of course, he did it with Rage Against the Machine, and that was something you expected when you mm-hmm. heard Rage Against the Machine. But I mean, he has a way of putting these types of solos and songs where you wouldn't necessarily think they. Yeah, fit, because but they this do. song isn't. It's not like Rage. You know what I mean? It's, oh, not it's like, definitely not like. It's, rage. Not, it's not super funky. It's not all over the place. There are all these like tonal things that are going really weird to begin with. But when the solo hits, it's just like straight Tom Morello, which yeah. I didn't know that's who this was for a long time. Yeah. Uh, to me, Morello is almost, he's one of those guys, he's not like super recognizable, like there's like the BB Kings or the David Gilmore's and stuff like that, super recognizable in his guitar playing like that, but like he has a sound like you'll be able to pick something out every once in a while that you realize like that's Tom Morello. I playing. mean, I don't know. I think he's, a, he, I think he's one of the most obvious guitar players to me. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, you knew who Tom Morello is. You didn't know who this was originally. I guess that's true, but that, I mean, when I found this song, it was like two years after me even know who he was. Well, so and like I mean, by now, I could say like that. Like we said, it's not Rage. 
gauge. Like, it's, no, it, I mean, his no, guitar playing is his guitar playing, but it's like it's not it's not something yeah. that you're gonna hear in like a Ray Chong where he's like slapping the the, the treble and yeah, the lead dude, switch and kill switch cutting switch it off. Yeah, too. exactly. So uh, with that being said, that is like a stone by Audio Slave. We're gonna move on to the next one on our list, which is number eleven, which is a song that I was you know I'm not gonna say very familiar with, but familiar with, and I listened to these guys a lot back when I was in high school. And the song is Walk with Me in Hell, and the band is Lamb of God. This solo for me, it's kind of funny, is like this album was where I started to lose Lamb of God for a long time and kind of just get away from what they were doing until you go and see them on tour and see them like play this kind of stuff. But this song for me was always one that I kind of steered away from. It was like one of the more popular songs. It's kind of like Redneck. Like I've heard that a bunch of times. I want to listen to some other stuff. Well, this but, is a motherfucking <clears throat> invitation. Yes. <laughs> and that's exactly what this solo is, is a, is a motherfucking headbanging invitation because it just rips like from start to finish is not only just like... It's such a good rock solo. It's not even just a metal solo. Yeah, I would agree with that. There's so many licks and stuff going on. It's very, very bluesy, and it's all put together. It has all these crazy pick squeals. goes all over the place. is isn't too, too long. Like It's so good. I think the Lamb of God was kind of always good. And I mean, if if you don't like... Yeah, I'll just like screaming metal. You're yeah. probably not gonna a know who Lamb of God is no. or b listen to Lamb of God. But as you said, it's not just your typical metal guitar solo. There's a lot of stuff going on. No, there. and about that time in that album, they really started to learn blues and stuff. Like when yeah. you go and listen to their new album, you hear that all over the place. Yeah, Sacrament is not Ashes of the Wake. No, 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 no. Not two, very, two yeah. very different. Yeah, very, yeah. very different. One sounds much more commercial, but like isn't in a lot of ways. I think Sacrament's a great album. I do too. I, I mean, it. and as much as like Rednecks, kind of almost like a radio hit for. You know what for what it it's is. like down with the sickness to me like everybody's like oh i've heard that song but when you really go back and listen to it and try to play it like it's dude it's heavy it's yeah, a banger man. i mean yeah i just because i mean there's not like there's a bunch of commercial mm-hmm. radio success for lamb of god but also i've seen them close the last two times with redneck and it's so good like yeah no i agree i think it's a great song i've not seen them live but they when, used to close with black label all the time and that was like their signature staple point and no one knew what that song was unless you'd went and seen them live or were a huge fan of them like really really early days and then they stopped using Black Label for a long time and the last two times I've seen them they've done it with Redneck and that's like the only song I can see like dude it just sets the fucking crowd off yeah I, I like I said it's almost it's almost like radio friendly yeah. in a way yeah like it's it's much more toned down Lamb of God it's catchy as well and I think it that's is. a big part but of it but like I said where you know Sacrament's not Ashes of the Wake like mm-hmm. it's much more toned down Lamb of yeah, God oh, yeah for sure you know not as balls of the wall metal in your face I mean mm-hmm. it's still a great tune don't get me wrong but I feel like other than them having to bleep out motherfucking and and redneck yeah yeah it's you know definitely I mean? a radio song. like it's a radio tune that is number 11 we're gonna move on to number 10 which is fleas my sire
So obviously, if you've listened to most of our episodes in the past, you'll know that Tristan I brought him up a couple times. Yeah, Tristan. Uh, the, Tristan is fond of Sire, and I, I I'll agree. It ranked number ten on our list for a reason. The solo in the song is it's kind of one of those that's like almost out of left field. It's yeah. very very different than what you're expecting to hear. I think not only tone wise but playing wise mm, yeah, and what you hear. In the, the rest, rest of the, of the song. song is very like it's almost like Chili Peppers. Really, like that song very much so reminds me of the Chili Peppers. But um, yeah, you would like Sire to the Chili Peppers. And, that album the rest of their stuff yeah. isn't really but like that album has a couple yeah. songs that are very like upbeat and like funky kind of yeah. but the rest of the song is kind of melancholy not really into that and then it just breaks on the solo and it yeah. just goes so hard for a minute and then slows right back down like yeah it really is out of left field a little bit i get that that is number 10 on the list mm-hmm. like i said if you haven't checked out sire we've talked about him before yeah, you definitely what's should. the album that this is off of uh, this is off of your friend is your enemy i couldn't think so of it. this is the album that we had kind of talked about doing a review for and we hadn't got to it yet but it's it's a really good album and it is very chilly peppers ask mm-hmm. uh there's a lot of songs on here that remind you so if you like the chili peppers you might not like sire but you might you might like this album um so before we get into the top well we've already done 10 so before we get into the top nine i should say let's talk about something real quick To. So yeah, I've been listening to Legend of the Seagullman lately. Now, no one I've ever talked to knows who the fuck this is. Yeah, the, uh, the name kind of gives it away as like, this is probably some psychedelic trippy shit. Legend of the Seagullman. I mean, I don't know, kind of, but it's it's really not. It's like, either, it's either a, tr- a, a trippy psychedelic band or like a fucking bluegrass folk band. I, I'm kind of surprised they said this because it, like, it is pretty trippy, but it's like weird, creepy, trippy. It's yeah. not like, a me- like, to me, Dave is much more out there. Like Really? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's not really like Tool or something that you would immediately think is yeah. super trippy but it, it can be but it's Danny Carey of Tool Brent Hines of Mastodon Jimmy Hayward the bassist from Death Clock and Zappa David Dreyer a synth player Chris Giovanni Giovanni, I can't even say that and guitarist Tim Dawson the album is amazing they only have one album out uh, recorded in like 2018 what would you liken it to? nothing like dude I <laughs> It's it's got like pirate vibes to it or like sea I, I don't the fucker pirate vibes semen vibes semen, semen. Yeah, semen. <laughs> pirates and semen guys it's like maritime maybe yeah I've, it's like really hard to describe there is this like navy aspect to it or not I don't, is it just because it's got seagulls in the title no just name? because they talk about like some of the things that they talk about in it but like the music itself is almost like old pirate music where there's like kind of a little bit of chanting like, and stuff and a bottle of rum uh, yeah but not like not like flogging Molly or like yeah, dropkick I mean, Kennedys where it's like dropkick Kennedys dropkick Murphys and Jesus. the dead Kennedys uh, is that what you think yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they formed a super group <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad idea actually. yeah but just to ask like not even even just the aesthetic like the music that they have is very like sea oriented like it talks about shipwrecks and stuff like that but the music itself gives off that kind of vibe i guess that's weird i've never heard somebody describe pirate and semen but i mean like there's definitely like pirate metal and stuff like that but it's not like that at all i don't it's, know what pirate metal is you've never heard of like pirate metal there's several bands that are no, 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 you, no i'm gonna show you some shit then there's some really really talented pirate metal bands uh scrub the deck oh, son of a bitch what is one i'm thinking of there's i'll, I'll show you some there's some really Davey, really good davy jones Locker. It's almost like Viking metal, kind of like that whole thing. Yeah, that's another thing. I'm on a heart. Dude, there's a whole. So Spotify has released. If you were having a Spotify account, they're wrapped, um, which is your basically top songs, top artists. They Spotify tells you who you've listened to the most, what songs you've listened to the most, and then they give you a top 100 of your most listened to songs. And since that's come out, I mean, I haven't been. I mean, it's not new necessarily because obviously I listen to these songs enough for them to make my top 100. But I kind of been going through that, and I was I was telling Tristan I was kind of surprised by a lot of the stuff that's on here and you think about it it's like it's a whole year so it's kind of hard for me to realize like 
and remember what I listened to last week, let alone. I mean, for this year, in particular, normally I would see this, but this year, like, I feel like January was three days ago. Yeah. I'll tell you who I've been listening to, and they are on my list. I've been listening to a lot of Van Morrison lately, just because I think Van Morrison is incredible. And we've been over this before. Like, if if you like Brown Eyed Girl, yeah, go listen to Van Morrison. Yeah, go, yeah. go listen to some more of Van Morrison, the more B sides, the stuff that wasn't super big radio hits, because I think Van Morrison's incredible. I've been listening to them lately. I listened to the Steel Drivers the other day, I listened to two Steel Drivers albums. And my God, Stapleton's incredible, but the Steel Drivers really, really captured that. It just, it just fit. I mean, he's got a great voice, and he transcends any genre to me because he can sing rock or he can sing bluegrass or he can sing the mainstream country. But he's just got this great voice, and that bluegrass stuff that they were playing was really, 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 really good in my opinion back in the day. So I mean, I've been listening to some Van Morrison. I've been listening to some Steel Drivers lately. I've been listening to some. Uh, I, I try to think of on the way. I've been listening to America lately, the Sister Golden Hair, mm-hmm. and some songs like that. So. I mean, I've been listening to some stuff that I wouldn't normally, I guess, listen to all the time lately. I mean, I love Van Morrison, but Van Morrison's not something I listen to. I actually watched a movie the other night, and there was like, on the soundtrack, there was like five, six different Van Morrison songs, so I kind of got back into it because of that. We had talked about doing an album review here soon on uh, Metallica's... Death Magnetic. Death Magnetic. And for some reason, I thought you guys were talking Hardwired, so I listened to Hardwired Self-Destruct. I listened to like the first two songs on that, and I realized that I didn't care for it that much. No, so I haven't listened. Good. I did, because uh, we talked about doing a couple album reviews, so I've been, have been playing those songs um, off these albums, a Dave Matthews Band album that I've been listening to a lot. Of course, it's no surprise that Dave Matthews Band is something that I listen to on the regs, but, you know, that's what we're listening to lately. Um, Jarv is another one that Jarv. made my cut. Yeah, he just come out with a new uh, album called Flow Stimulus, or a mixtape, whatever you want to call it. Oh, that's that rapper. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That like old school 90s. What, what was the song that you told me that was? Uh, really? Roast Beef. Roast Beef, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Arby's, but I was in the same ballpark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That came out as well. Yeah, so that's, that's what we're listening to. Hey, tell us what you're listening to, guys, because we always like to hear new music. So go ahead and shoot us a message on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash The Music Dicks, or just look us up, The Music Dicks Podcast on Facebook. Send us a message. Tell us what you're listening to, or you can send us an email to musicdicks at gmail.com. As always, let us know what you uh, let us know what you're listening to. Let us know anything. Send us, send us, we, like to have contact with people. Can't have physical contact with people. We're not supposed yeah, you to. Yeah, six feet away, bro. Yeah, six feet away. But go ahead and send us a message. Send us an email. Send us a letter. You can send us a letter and email because we're not about to give out our home addresses because some psychos out there mm-hmm. nowadays. Psycho killers. Psycho killers. But anyway, that's what we're listening to. Yeah, Let's get so. back into this list. This episode of The Music Dicks is brought to you by Twisted Bull. Twisted Bull is a bar and grill located in Elkins, West Virginia, and you cannot beat their menu. All the way from the best wings in town to their homemade pulled pork, they have a full menu that will not disappoint. At the Twisted Bull, they are always searching for improvements to cater to your desires. Their bartenders strive to originate new cocktails that will suit everyone. Brandon and Jamie will always have a helping hand in helping you choose what's right for your palate. Wing night is every Thursday, and they offer a range of homemade sauces. Mug night is every Friday, and their hours are Wednesday through Sunday, 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. and their kitchen does not close early. So if you get a bit liquored up and you want something to eat before you go home, they got you covered. They offer dine-in, takeout, and delivery. Let them be your host for any event from sports to live music and so much more. All their events are always posted on their Facebook and Instagram page. Check them out at All The Way Twisted on Facebook and Instagram. That is at All The Way Twisted. Twisted Bull, Elkins, West Virginia. Tell them that the music dick sent you. (laughs) 
So number nine on the list is a song that we actually, so we we compiled this list last week and we're recording the episode now. And between then and now, I was like, man, we we really need to throw a Jason Isbell song on this list somewhere. And Tristan agreed. And it was the first song that I thought of when I was thinking about solos. And we had talked about it earlier about an artist on this list that had Neil Young's playing style, that had his tone, that sounded Neil Youngish. And that is this song. And this song is Overseas by Jason Isbell. This is off Jason Isbell on the 400 Units' newest album. Uh, Isbell is, a, is an incredible guitar player. Most of us, or if you've listened to the podcast, know that we think he is an incredible writer, probably arguably the best songwriter that's out nowadays. He's a great guitar player as well. Like I said, when I hear Isbell play, a lot of his stuff reminds me of Neil Young. Very Neil Young tone, very Neil Young sounding. But the solo in this, there's two solos in this song. The first one's a little bit longer than the end solo, which is only mm-hmm. maybe 15, 20 seconds. But Isbell's an incredible guitar player, and the solo in this really stands out to me. We had done the album review of this one and I don't think we I don't know if we ever released this one I think this I can't is, remember yeah I think this is one we did this is the one that we first started and we never released yeah. this is like the, one of the first albums we ever reviewed and we hadn't released it knowing the album this was one song that came to mind instantly after listening to it and reviewing it because I'd listened to each song on the album so much I think it's a great song it's got a great solo in it mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's very catchy yeah well yeah and it, like I said it's very Neil Young-esque very dreary reverby and it's kind of hard to explain Neil Young's tone but I get that feeling when I listen to the song uh, yeah this, it really is hard to put like words on his tone like how to describe it because it's not warm it's not no it's like ghostly and yeah reverby and, yeah reverby is yeah. probably the best way to put it and, and that's not isbel's tone all the time but i do no. hear a lot of neil young's playing in mm-hmm. isbel and i think jason isbel cited that neil young's one of his influences as well so I'm i mean sure that would make be, sense yeah. so that is number nine on the list we'll move on to number eight which is aaron nap pantera that's how you say it. I'm sorry. Aratamp? Yeah, something like that. I was trying to say it backwards. Aratamp? You can just play that backwards and it'll be Aratamp? Yeah, something like Tamp? that. Tamp? Yeah. Aratamp. This Love by Pantera. This Love by Pantera. I didn't want Tristan to put this on the list, and I'll tell you why. Because when I think underrated guitar players, Dimebag Daryl is not somebody I think of. And see, that's where I told him was I, this isn't necessarily underrated guitar players. It's underrated guitar Yeah, it's, it's not underrated guitar players. And I, I didn't want to pick a Dimebag song for that reason as well, because he is very, very known. But this solo in general is just no one ever talks about it. it yeah, like, I mean, it's not walk. It's not. No, you know, it's not these very, very just which walk to me is like the only one I ever hear anybody talking about. Like, it's crazy to me because there are so, so many better 
solos. Like Cowboys from Hell is such a well, I didn't necessarily mean just songs with great solos, but like there's Cowboys from Hell and Walk are two big songs. Cemetery Gates, another yeah, Cemetery. Like you know what I mean? Like those are songs that are in the forefront. Which uh, Mm -hmm. not Lonely Day, sorry. Which this love is not one of the. I mean, it's if you like Pantera, you probably know what this love is. But I mean, like it's not one of those like top three songs. Mm -hmm. This love wasn't something they were playing on the radio at that. No, 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 not at all. And just I think the solo in this song in particular, why I put it as underrated because like the man doesn't play a straight note like the entire solo. Like everything is bended and pick squealed and ranched and yeah, and and thrown in fucking dirt. I'll reiterate, like Dimebag is in no way an underrated guitar no, player because no he's mean. very, very good. And if you play guitar, whether you like metal or not, you should know that Dimebag Darrell was a fucking phenomenal yeah. guitar player. But it, it made the list and I had to vote upon it and I couldn't hold any bias. I mean, that's why it is number eight on our list because it's such a good solo mm-hmm. and Dimebag was such a good guitar player. Like I said, I kind of struggled that it was on our list for a while, but at the end of the day, I gave it an honest rating. I think this song very an much honest. so gave it a good reason to be on here. Yeah, I gave it an honest rating, which is why it sets at number eight on our list. So we'll move on to number nine, or no, nine is before eight or after eight. Well, it eight nine, so <laughs> yeah, eight, so yeah, seven, seven eight nine. So we'll go on to yeah. <laughs> we'll go on to number seven on the list, which is "Rock Me" by Great White. This wasn't a song that you knew prior to me showing it to you, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. was a song, yeah, for sure. I didn't necessarily pay attention to the solo ever, but yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I think the solo in this one's really, really good. Um, I didn't know who it was. Eric, I know our I bass it was player. Leopard, actually. Yeah, I thought it was Def Leppard. Eric, our bass player, is a big fan of Great White. So for me, this album in particular, when I was a kid, my mom had this album, and I remember Rock Me and Lady Red Light were two big songs off of the album that she had. It might have been a greatest hit, to be honest with I you. I really but. think they're one of the few bands that sound like the Black Crows to me, like well, that. I really do think that they have a very similar not all the time like the Black black Crows definitely have their own like you think Great thing. White sounds like the Black Crows yeah in a lot of ways yeah for I don't sure. get that uh, certain songs yeah especially like Once Bitten Twice Shy I mean, and shit like that well, I mean like I'll say that like Great White wasn't I mean it was it was 80s hair metal is what it was basically yeah. but at the same time it was further away than what 80s hair metal really yeah, is yeah. when you think about the Def Leppards and the Bon mm-hmm. Jovi's and shit like that but my mom had the CD when I was a kid and I remember hearing the song over and over and I over know, again I feel like Def Leppard and Bon Jovi are two different fucking stratospheres yeah, really I, but yeah, not I, really yeah. but yes I mean we're not talking about like Cinderella and fucking yeah. shit, you know shit like that yeah don't did you about to say Queen? I was no, I wasn't. I was about to say Quiet Riot, which wasn't what I wanted to say. What I wanted to say oh, was like Quiet Riot. What was the, what was the band that Sebastian Bach was in? 18, 18 to life. Uh, Skid Row. Uh, Skid Row. Shit like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Queen Shrine. Queen you know, All that stuff. Yeah. I'm not. I've never been a yeah. big Queen Shrine fan. I don't. I think 80s. The 80s hair metal for the most part. It just like that was never, bad. It, yeah. it never really. There was, I mean, because I guess Guns N' Roses is kind of 80s hair metal in a way. Motley Crue is kind of 80s hair metal. But the music that they played, like, doesn't necessarily, that's where I get, like, I I don't, you can't, 
put Kiss in '80s hair metal to me because they're not playing like I don't. Uh, yeah. That's probably a bad one because they definitely do have some songs. They but do, like, but at the same time, like I said, you would consider Guns and Roses like '80s hair metal because some they, people would. I wouldn't necessarily. Well, I would much I, more I, consider them to be like classic classic Lost rock. But yeah, but I mean, you would also consider Def Leppard to be classic rock, and you would consider like. But I would consider no. Well, yeah, because classic rock's a bad term, I guess. It is because it's compiling all yeah, the older rock. Yeah, and we've talked about that before. So I guess yeah. like. Def Leppard is definitely like 80s hair metal, but like... Because like Queen's classic rock and Guns so is and ACDC. You know yeah. I mean? Very different. Exactly. Yeah. But like Guns N' Roses, I feel like is a little more hard rock and less... Oh, I would agree, but they came out in that time of like yeah, 80s hair yeah, metal. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Appetite for Destruction, definitely. Yeah. Like, so, but we, I think that album killed hair metal in my opinion. I, no, I think that's a great album. But anyway... No, 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 no. no, no in not, a good yeah, way. In a like, good way. I know what you meant. Yeah. Hmm. My mom had the CD and I remember listening to it all the time when I was a kid. And when we'd started talking about doing this, doing this list, at some point, Rock Me came to mind and... I was like, man, I need to listen to that. I haven't listened to it in a while. And I go and play it back, and it's like, wow, these solos are incredible. Mm. I, I can't tell you who's playing the solos. No, they have on this really one. good guitar players. Oh, very, very good guitar players. And and, uh, and I think that the liking that statement to a lot of what I say nowadays is like, you're like, eh, you know, it's just kind of like commercialized bullshit. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying about all these metal bands nowadays. Like, it's exactly what I'm seeing with all this music. It's just fucking commercialized. It's country artists slap on some fucking jeans. There you go. Clap a little bit. Clap a little bit. All right. So now that seven, eight, nine, we'll go. To number six on the on the list, better and be maiden. Number <laughs> we got number six on the list, and number six is Lonely Day by System and of a down. Yeah, of a down. I was like, you know, we understand what we're talking about when we say system. Yeah. Some people out there is like, who's this system? I've never heard of a band called System. What system are we talking about? Are they talking about of a down? Or are they talking about system? Is system a band anyway? Yeah, so this this song for me, like... And another thing, like, we really, really like System. I, I really like Mesmerize, and I really like Toxicity. Those mm-hmm. are probably my two favorite System albums. I like early System, but I don't like it as much as those two albums. Of course, uh, what, uh, Toxicity would have been, like, their third or fourth album, right? Because, like, Still This Album was before uh, uh, Toxicity. System, Still This Album... Um, what was the one with the hand on it? Is that, is that System? Is that the self-titled yeah, album? Yeah. yeah. System. So that was like... Steal This Album, Toxicity, and then yeah. Mesmer. So it was like third, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I like the early stuff, but it's very... Once again, early system, very different from what you're hearing on Mesmerize and Hypnotize and stuff like that. It's not as... To me, it's not their as... Their first album, yeah. Their second it's album, It's not as hard. very much so. It's, yeah, there's there's a lot, first the, album was really There's heavy. a lot more melodic type mm-hmm. stuff that's going yeah, on. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, Lonely Day by System. Yeah, it's on It's on Hypnotize. This was a song for me that... Like, I remember as a kid, like, this always stuck with me, like, well, well before I started listening to the I system. I remember the video like, very regularly. Vividly. Yeah, yeah, I, I do remember too. being on, like, MTV in the mornings before I just remember school. Darren's sad fucking face standing there. Yeah. But, um... Oh, no, sorry. What I was going to say was, mm-hmm. it's like, this is another one for me, because we both like System. Like, Darren's a fucking incredible guitar oh, yeah, player. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? But also, he, he sings he's a, on this song, and I think yeah. that's the reason that I always like this song yeah. more than some of the other System songs, was that he, like, predominantly sang on it. And when, and then, of course, we listen to this song, uh, and we listen to a lot of these songs mm-hmm. in putting them on the list, but, like, it's it's very... The solo in this is very melodic. Yes. And, it, like, it comes to mind. Like, mm-hmm. I can think of it. It play It's playing it's, in my head. 
Yeah, yeah it's very it's a very rememberable very solo. Memorable, like, yes. Like a lot of these solos, I remember them. Like like I can't play this love all the way out in my head. I can I can play a little bit of it, you know what I mean? But I can't that lonely day when like you can compact the whole thing in your brain, like a lot of the times. It's it's very short, but also still very hard to do. And I think that's another reason I put it on the underrated list is because once you get to that little like uh arpeggio shit he's doing, dude, it is so fast. Like it's it's not even I don't know, it's just really, really hard to get down, I guess. Yeah, uh, I I think this is a great song too. And without like really diving into a bunch of system stuff, I can tell you that the solo is really really good. Mm-hmm. It's not like the stuff that he's doing in it; it, it gets technical. Yeah. But, like the beginning of the solo is very just melodic. Yeah, it's not yeah, crazy. It's not, yeah, the only thing that's really crazy is the like the arpeggios or yeah, the arpeggios, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but if you like that song, I would highly recommend Scars on Broadway. You you know, I still haven't I still haven't listened to Scars Dude, on Broadway. Dude, they are so fucking good, man. And like, I need to. I need to. Whether you want, if you want a little bit heavier, you want to do his first album. If you want a little bit more melodic or melodic, melodic, you want to listen to the, this yeah. last album you came out two years ago. Melodic, yeah, some melodic, some melodic cane. Uh, <laughs> move on to number five on the on the list, and this was, cane. yeah, melodic cane, melodic <laughs> uh, cane. Uh, move on to number five, and number five is uh, a song by Lionel Richie called "Running with the Night." And I know what most people out there are thinking right now. Like, if there's one artist that really just like what the hell is this person? Yeah, Lionel Richie is probably <laughs> definitely Lionel Richie on this. I can tell you that Steve Lukather is the one that played the solo on this, and Steve Lukather was the guitar player for Toto. Oh, really? Yes. So I told you that okay. the name Steve Lukather really, like, I knew I'd heard it before mm-hmm. and it came from somewhere. That's why. It's because he's the guitar player for Toto. The solo at the end of the song, by the way, it's not on the, you know, the radio version, so go seek out the non-radio version. On Spotify, there's actually a radio version and the uh, one that's not labeled radio version. The solo at the end of this, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, like, this is nothing short of a Steve Vai song, realistically. It just, it, it, it's one of those, where, like, it doesn't fit. Like, it's not at all. It, it doesn't fit, but it does. Mm-hmm. Like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be here. It's almost like the fucking solo in My Sharona. Like, it shouldn't be here. It has no business being no. here, but it fits so well, and it makes the song that much better. It's dirty, too. <laughs> like, this, this solo is nuts. Well, you listen to the stuff that's going on, and like I said, it's, it's, it's kind of out of place, but it, it fits so well in the when song. When he starts the solo, you can expect some, like, elevator jazz solo. Yeah, it's almost, almost like your 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 standard like poppy guitar solo and from the and 80s. And just fucking yeah. just starts shredding. And then just shreds and goes off for fucking like two minutes yeah. straight. Yeah, it's disgusting. I would highly, highly recommend it's listening to the song. very, very, very good. And I mean, Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie's pretty damn good too. I'll put it to you this way. It it made 
better than Walk With Me in Hell, and I rated that song so high. Like, Yeah, and like that's what I, I need to get through to you listeners out there. Like, Don't like, think that like I was like, all right, Tristan, you pick number two, and I'll pick number three, no, and then you pick we four. we all rated to make sure that we didn't have any yeah. biases, really, yeah, in what we were going to put. Because realistically, at the end of the day, like, our number one song got number one for a reason, But uh, and we'll get to that. You know. And the song that we thought both would get number one ended up being, what, 16 or something yeah, like that? Like a lot higher 14? down on the yeah a lot higher down on the list and uh like we made this as fair as we could because mm-hmm. i knew that some of the songs that tristan brought to the table that i wasn't gonna like yeah. and he knew some of the songs that i brought to the table he wasn't gonna like but we gave them even scores so if i think something's really good and he thinks it's okay then like realistically that's why some of these songs are down at the bottom of the list mm-hmm. i mean you know that's how math works but anyway this lionel richie song go check it out if you if you don't know it, if you're not familiar with it go check it out so this will lead us into number four which is <laughs> one of my favorite solos of all time like par none and i really think that it's underrated because this isn't a band that you ever think about solos in my opinion this is absolutely my favorite band yeah, and no, he it's one of the worst like soloers of yeah, all time I'll, I'll be honest when you when i think of this band i i don't think guitar solos no ever I think like, of other instruments there are a few that i think are good but i mean i think a good guitar works. yes but not good guitar solos yeah. now there are a few that i think are good but they are literally good because he's playing off of like harmonics and all these different things they're not crazy good solos yeah not technical no not at all like well they're technical but it's like yeah it's yeah it's not taskingly technical it's like it's not really tedious shit yeah no it's really really just tedious like harmonics and stuff like that but this fucking song everybody's like who the fuck are you guys talking about tool we were talking about tool and the song we were talking about is zombie This song in particular, I thought was it's really, like Bambi with a J. Yeah, yeah, basically. So apparently, <laughs> apparently, Jambi. This was the name of the genie that was in Pee Wee's Playhouse, and the song, the song, the digga digga dun, digga 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 dun, digga digga dun, digga 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 dun. That genie used to say something like Mekalami Hami Ho or Mekalami Ho, some, some stupid uh-huh. shit like that. And uh-huh. Danny one day was like, "Dude, that sounds like Pee Wee's Playhouse." And they were like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And he showed it to him. They were like, "What the fuck?" So they called the song Jambi after Pee Wee's Playhouse. I- so some of these things have absolutely no meaning. Like I remember like Pee-wee's Great Adventure. Yeah. And the Alamo and looking mm-hmm. for the basement. I don't think I've watched the show. Pee Wee's Playhouse. I think yeah. it was on like maybe the late eighties, like early nineties. Yeah, it I might mean, have been yeah. a little bit later than that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um anyway, one of the, <laughs> the reasons that I uh picked this song in particular was because of the use of the talk box in the song. I'm not a big fan of talk boxes. Like I'm not a huge Peter Frampton fan. I don't see, but I hate that you say like I'm not a fan of talk boxes, so I don't like Peter Frampton. Like Peter Frampton. Well, no, 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 no. I don't listen to i mean obviously he uses so much shit that doesn't he doesn't use the talk box 
watch all the time. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, there's like, like so like, much shit that's don't, not. Don't say like I'm not a fan of top boxes there. So I'm not a, therefore, I'm not a like fan them. of like when he uses it. I should say that's probably. I don't know. Better. Do you feel like we do? He's got some pretty cool yeah, shit. Yeah, but the top I'm box. like, yeah, I know what you mean. It is whatever. When Joe Walsh uses it, I'm like even okay. Like the wow, 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 wow. You know, Rocky Mountain Way and all that. That's a song, right? I don't know if that's the song. It's either Rocky Mountain Way or fucking. Yeah, spent the last year. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, he does a really cool solo on that one too, but Joe Walsh isn't underrated. I just don't necessarily like the talk box all the time. Funny enough, when speaking you, of Joe Walsh, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. But speaking of which, uh, I guess that um, while they were in the midst of recording this album, Adam had talked to uh, I don't know if it was the producer or someone at the record company. He, he just mentioned wanting to learn talk box, and he was like, "Oh, I'll give you Joe Walsh's number." And he was like, just kind of laughed about it. And was like, "What? Like, yeah, what the <laughs> fuck?" So I guess he called him, and then Joe Walsh called him back and like taught him how to use the talk box and shit. And he was kind of the inspiration for the most of the solo, and like taught him how to use the talk box. And every time they play it live, it fucks up. It's hilarious. Yeah, like, not every time, but most of the time, like something goes wrong. Yeah, with th- it. this is a solo that's very different than the stuff that you're going to hear in a lot of. Tool stuff. No, and it's so heavy, dude. When it comes out, it's just fucking. It's so disgusting. And if if you were on any type of fun, you know, yeah, narcotics, A- extracurricular <laughs> yeah, yeah. activities, it's dude. It's so good on the ears. All right, so that is twenty through number four. Before we get into the top three, we're gonna do something here. But I'll read these off to you so you guys can catch up uh, in case you've fallen asleep. <laughs> My Revolution by Halifax is number twenty. Number nineteen is Roll with the Changes by Ario Speedwagon. Number eighteen is Seed of Filth by Six Feet Under. Number 17 is Injustice for All by Metallica. 16 is Ready Made by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I guess it's just Red Hot Chili Peppers, but we'll throw the in front of there. Uh, number 15 is My Sharona by The Knack. Number 14 is Cortez the Killer by Neil Young. It's the Neil Young. Dude. The Neil Youngs. It's Neil Youngs. <laughs> Yeah. The living in the in living colors. Yeah. In living colors. Number thirteen is called a personality by in living color. Number twelve is like a stone by audio slave. Number eleven, walk with me in hell by Lamb of God. Number ten, fleas by sire. Number nine is overseas by Jason Isbell. Number eight is this love by Pantera. Number seven is rock me by great white. Number. Ooh, did I screw up somewhere? I think he did. I think so. I think he did. Let's back that up. Number 10 is Fleas by Sire. Number 9 is Overseas by Jason Isbell. Number 8 is This Love by Pantera. Number 7 is Rock Me by Great White. Number 6 is Lonely Day by System of a Down. Number 5 is Running with the Night by Lionel Richie. Solo is Steve Lukather. And we'll go ahead and admit, I don't think Lionel Richie was tearing that solo up himself. Probably not. Yeah. Number 4 is Jombie by Tool, which is Bambi with a J. And before we get into the top three, let's do a little playlist shootout. Playlist shootout. All right, so we've had time to assemble our meth pipes and <laughs> grab our Adderall to get cleaning. Yeah, our meth pipes <laughs> and our Adderall to get cleaning. You're, uh, d- dude, we did I not gather any head. marijuana because <laughs> if we gathered marijuana, we just end up on the yeah, couch yeah. and no cleaning would get nope, done. No marijuana here. That's <laughs> illegal, with, sir. Yeah, with that being said, it is very illegal <laughs> and I don't condone any illegal activities in my house. Yeah, do Adderall. <laughs> uh, it's legal. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we'll continue. <laughs> We've assembled our um, armies, and we are doing a playlist shootout on our top five songs to clean to. So a cleaning playlist, thanks to my I, wonderful girlfriend. I, I, we can't call this top five. No, it's not top five. Because I didn't think that, that through it. We had like think five it out minutes. that thoroughly. We had like five minutes. So, um, so I don't have yeah. I don't have any change in my pocket. I normally do. Oh, I do I have change in my pocket. <laughs> Got a little change in my pocket. Go and change. No, I don't. No, I don't. No. You're a liar. Yep. All right. So Tristan always wins these coin tosses. Always, always, always. Yeah. It always happens. So yeah. we're gonna let Tristan call this in the air. It's all right. Let me we're gonna up. do that again because I dropped it <laughs> one under the table. Tristan's gonna call this in the air. All right. And this one's uh, heads again. 
and it's heads. I swear to God, I don't think I've ever won a coin toss on this fucking podcast. <laughs> I'll, uh, we do that be so that we have a better chance of picking songs. Yeah, but that we're not going to pick. We're not going to pick the same song. Nah, we need to draw fucking straws or something. <laughs> Make it fair. Yeah, we need to have a foot race. I'm then brave. I would win for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, I go first. Yeah, though. Uh, so my first one is a uh, Sun Squabby after the rain. It's uh, they're an EDM band, but are like kind of funky and do a lot of different things. So you can we, hear we should probably say that before you give the answer to whose playlist is better, you should probably go listen to these songs because some yeah. of them might not have heard. <laughs> yeah, especially this one. Most people probably haven't heard the other ones. Yeah. Now, the, some of the other ones on my playlist are a little more known. Some of them. But. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pick a song that I saw Three's Company Blues cover. And it's a Dolly Parton song, and that song's nine to five. Okay, okay, yeah, that's a really good song, actually. It, they, they did a fucking killer cover. They, that they too. do, and I. It's funny because I started looking that song up before I'd ever heard their cover of that because I wanted to do a cover of it. Really? It's really, really hard to do that. I'm really, really hard to do a cover of that song. Maybe for me, it those is, boots are made for walking, but it's yeah. fucking terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I love Megadeth. Yeah. Hey, I mean, it is what it is, though. That definitely is a Megadeth cover of that song. Yeah. But all right, uh, my number two is By the Way, by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. By the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Or Red Hot Chili Peppers, I'm sorry. Yeah, Yeah, it is Red Hot Chili Peppers. There's no the. Yeah, there's no the. But when we say, it's not like you ask somebody, like, hey, do you listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers? You 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 always say, say, like, do you listen to the. Or you say, do you listen to the Chili Peppers? Or the Wings, you know? Or the Wings, yeah. Wouldn't it be weird if you were like, hey, do you listen to Wings? Like, I don't. It just doesn't sound. I don't know. I think it sounds weirder if you say, hey, do you listen to the Wings? Because it's not proper grammar, I don't think. We've been this before. It's, it is because it's a name anyway. All right. So the next song on my list is a Bruno Mars song. And I would think that most people think, oh, he's obviously going to put Uptown Funk on his list. It's not. No, um, Treasure is on my list. That's not even the one I was going to think. I, I don't know what it is with that song, but I'm not saying that when I hear that song, it automatically makes me want to clean, but I'd have no problem cleaning the, that song. The Lazy Song or whatever that one is. That oh, one makes me want to clean. I don't feel like doing anything. Yeah, that one actually makes me want to clean. <laughs> it, his message is coming across completely backwards. Yes. I do not feel lazy. I want to clean my house. So my number three is my Flatbush song. Zombies and the song is called Scosa or S C O S A. It's abbreviated, but I always yeah. call it Scosa. So this is probably one of those songs you guys will want to go listen to if you want to be fair about your um, judging of. Do playlists. I really think it's going to get you in the mood to clean? Probably not, but I mean, I, I clean to like but anything. But you clean to it, yeah. Like I don't. So this is kind of weird for me. I, guess, I clean to the Discovery Channel. It's a great song, especially if you love Flatbush, like because you and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. Mm-hmm. Let's do it like they oh, do on the Discovery funny. Channel. I don't even have six songs. I have By the Way twice. <laughs> you don't have five songs. You mean? I do. Oh, I just. I don't have six. Oh, five. well, we're only doing fives. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. If we were doing six, you'd be in trouble. I don't. My list kind of went all over the place here. So the next song on my list, Pitbull featuring Kesha, and it's Timber. Oh yeah, the harmonica solo in the beginning of that song is like, all right, it's time to fucking get some Clorox I don't think I've wipes. Heard it. Oh, you've heard it. Really? You've heard it. Time to get some Clorox wipes out and clean the toilet a little Maybe bit. Maybe promiscuous girl. I've heard that. I was gonna put a bunch of Nirvana in here, but instead of cleaning, I would probably get my shotgun out and clean it <laughs> off. You know, someone texted my mom earlier and was like shot happens and i almost texted back that's what kurt said <laughs> shot happens that's awful man. isn't it it's <clears throat> terrible so my next one yep. is duck and run by three doors down three doors down in general especially their first two albums is just cleaning music to me like <laughs> and i have I wonder if they take that as a compliment and i have some weird relation to it with dylan lowe's mom because yeah. like she would always listen to three doors down and it's she's like we, always fucking it's cleaning. like we love the troops and we love cleaning yeah like i don't dude i love that song i love their first two albums yeah here's one that's gonna get me i think points with the with the women out there oh yeah lizzo featuring ariana grande good as hell hannah loves lizzo and i'll be honest when we first got together i'm like this shit's awful Awful. Lizzo's fucking 
pretty damn good. I don't think I've ever. Her heard. music's actually pretty good. Ariana has some, and I'm saying that yeah, stuff. I'm saying that, and everybody's gonna listen to this, so you know who I am. I honestly believe Liz's music's pretty good. Yeah, I think you'd like Billie Eilish. Do you really get into William B. Eilish? Yeah. Maybe then. I don't know. She's kind of dark. Yeah, she is kind of dark. So my last one is uh, "High Speed Dirt" by Megadeth. This one definitely makes me want to clean the shit. Though. Yeah. Yes, it's "High Speed Dirt." Yes. It's all about that high speed dirt. Gotta clean that high speed yeah. dirt. Gotta clean that dirt at high speed. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's talking about cocaine or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> high speed dirt. So the last one on my list is Fuck You by CeeLo Green. Oh, that's a good one. I hadn't heard that song in forever and it just came to me. Okay. Yeah, that's a really good one. I feel yeah. like CeeLo Green just in general is pretty upbeat. Right? I had Now That We music. Found Love by Heavy D and the Boys on there. You know what I'm talking about? Now That We Found Love, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? I feel like any Gorilla song would have been a good one. Yeah. Any Chili Peppers, really. Any right. Three Doors Down. So that's my five. My five are Nine to Five by Dolly Parton, Treasure by Bruno Mars, Timber by Pitbull featuring Kesha, Good as Hell, Lizzo Why featuring I- Ariana Grande, and Fuck You by CeeLo Green. Why didn't I put Cleaning Out My Closet by Eminem on here? I'm, I'm so <laughs> So sad. <laughs> that song doesn't make me want to clean. It gets me very <laughs> depressed about my mother and I's relationship. That's what it is. So what's your five there? My Go ahead five and read them all. Are After the Rain, Red Hot Chili Peppers, By the Way, Flatbush Zombies, Scosa, Three Doors Down, Duck and Run, and Megadeth, High Speed Dirt. I feel like it's a T-Mobile commercial or something. Whoever, whatever phone company is like, who's in your five? Who's in your top five? Whatever. Well, yeah, that's that's a... Who's in your We five? should go back and steal that like now, for sure. We yeah. should go find that commercial okay, and yeah. steal it because T-Mobile isn't even a thing anymore, are they? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, you can hear me. Well, isn't T-Mobile the one that bought Sprint? Oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. Fuck. So Sprint, technically. Fuck. But I mean, the, can you hear me now, guy? I was like, US Cellular, and they went to yeah, Sprint or something. I think it'd like be that. fine. I think yeah, we, yeah, we, <laughs> we should steal it. Huh? Totally cool. Yeah, totally cool. All right, let's get back. <laughs> Let's get back into the top 20 of most underrated guitar solos of all time. Uh, not of all time of us. I mean, I guess it is of all time, technically. And I think we need to state, because we hadn't yeah. stated yet, this is pretty much a rock like a rock list. Yeah, because we, we, we talked about we talked about country songs, mm-hmm. and we didn't want to put country songs on the list because we felt like they'd kind of be skewed towards the bottom, I guess, because it's kind of hard to match up country. Yeah, you would that. have to have an insanely crazy country solo. If we, well, if we do the country list, which I think we should, maybe I mean, it would like, be top it, 10, but like that Keith Urban song, killer fucking solo. Like, to me, Isbel's country music, but like... Well, the the, the four hundred unit isn't to me. Still very rock. I mean, I still find all that shit to be kind. Of, well, some of the four hundred stuff's a little bit heavier, but they're more southern rock to me. Yeah, and yeah. like to me, I, I think a lot of that shit's still country. But yeah. All right, so we'll move I back in. Fucking never mind. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs> good one. Good one. Good one. Making fun of me for not liking Metallica. Metallica. Making fun of me for not liking Nirvana. So we'll go into our top three here, and that starts with number three. And I'll let you go ahead and read this on Tristan since uh. Was one of the ones that you picked and then I rated so highly. Return to Serenity by Testament.
I'm, I'm actually not necessarily surprised, but quite pleased that this one got such a high rating from him. I'm, I'm glad you at least appreciated the depth yeah, of the solo that goes on here. I don't remember because I don't remember what the uh, ranking was exactly mm-hmm. of my ranking, but it got it got into the nines yeah, with so our both of our ratings. Been yeah, above a nine because it's a nine. And I mean, I don't five. think I don't think you gave it like a, a nine nine or something like no, that. No, I yeah. gave it like a nine two or something. Yeah, so, like so, that. so I mean, yeah, realistically, yeah. So it was, was pretty high. close. Yeah, mm-hmm. this for me is like one of my favorite Testament solos. It's one of my favorite Testament songs just because it's so melodic and like for a thrash band they really do a good ballad like the song's fucking great well i mean <clears throat> testament's not something i listen to no you know what i mean it's not no. something that i've heard that i that's on mm. any of my playlists but you know what i mean the solo was good enough for me to pick out and say hey you know that's a really good solo it needs to be given its due it's because like if i showed you this and was like go listen to testament you'd be like well none of the not like completely testament. different yeah, yeah you know what i mean it's not it's still very like 80s metal-ish is yeah. what it sounds like to me but a lot of their stuff doesn't it's all thrashy yeah do you have anything else to say about the solo no not really i mean it was a really good solo. That's mm-hmm. why I got a, such a high ranking. I like me. it because it's like a minute and a half long, dude. It's it's a pretty long fucking solo. I mean, it's it, kind of it's kind of tough. I mean, they're gonna hear most of it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's kind of tough for me to set out and pick out because what I pick out isn't necessarily what somebody that listens to it picks. Yeah, out. and plus we listen to these the other day too. Yeah, not fresh. Either. It's not not completely fresh, but at the same time, like I said, uh, somebody could listen to this and be like, "Why in the hell is that even in their top 20? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah, kind of hard to point yeah, yeah. out. I mean, you could kind of steer people in the direction that you want them to, but you know, want to steer them in, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to appreciate it the same way we do. So we'll move to number two on the list, and this is a guy that we've talked about plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, his guitar playing chops, I think, are very underrated. Just the guitar playing in itself. The song is going to be Pally Gap by Lucas Nelson with the promise of the real. Rising Sun. So the album. he says in an interview, he says something about doing a, a Hendrix song towards the end of this. And I never, I don't know if it's just not on the studio album. Uh, like the version that they do live is different, but there's, he, he was, he was saying something about them doing like a piece of a Hendrix song and it's called Pally Gap slash Hey Baby. And then in parentheses, New Rising Sun. I'm not sure. Lucas is a, a very underrated guitar player and the solos in the song are just really, really, really incredible. I just love how it's almost frantic and off time at parts. Mm, yeah. He's but, all over the place. He's all over the place, and I think that's why it's so good, in my opinion. But he's got a very this this song in general is, is much more jammy and experimental, kind of more than their other mm-hmm. stuff. It's it's in a different place for me. This song is, and I mean, it's one of my favorite Lucas Nelson songs. One of the first songs I'd ever heard by them. I think it's really good. I think Lucas is an incredible guitar player. Like I said, you should definitely check this song. Yeah, out. it's really it's you said it was like three minutes or something like that, or maybe like four, even what? longer than that. The What's solo. That? Oh yeah, the solo's long. There's two different solos in the song. I mean, they're they're both 
fairly long. Mm-hmm. Now he really is such a good guitar player, though. I don't think a lot of people realize. Like I had no idea until you showed me. Like I didn't even realize his son like played guitar and shit. I had no idea. Yeah, and I mean his voice sounds very much so like Willie's. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, dude, I love his voice. Very nasally. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he, I, I just I, his music in general is really good to me. And if you're not listening to Lucas Nelson yet, you should at least give it a try. So it's the moment you guys have all been waiting for. The number one, if you're still here, and I think absolutely the most deserving. Yeah, and I mean this was without a doubt when we both when I showed it to you, I'm like, I don't care what songs we pick. This song needs to be number one. Yeah. And it needs to be number one for a reason. Technically, it's recorded live. Technically, I mean they could have not recorded live, but in the video, it's. Mm-hmm you know obviously recorded live and i wanted to not pick live songs but we'll give it this because it's it's my not only recorded other, necessarily live my yeah. only other objection was doing an isabel song that was a drive-by trucker song that they do live but that's still kind of like his work and it's yeah. still just him playing it live in particular this is at least done in like a studio setting yeah this isn't like, like a studio setting recorded not like live. a live concert yeah. you know what i mean that song is have a cigar covered by the main squeeze which is originally a pink floyd song
crap. Yeah, man. Like I don't. This is the first ten that ever I've ever given for anything, and it it absolutely deserves it. Like this, this is what a solo should be. All right, I'm pretty sure I gave this like a nine point seven or nine point eight. Mm-hmm. I don't know that anything will ever get a ten. I think I've said that before. I think this, if anything, was going to get a ten. Like I think there will be some other tens, probably a little subjectional, but like, dude, if you're looking well, for you know solos in particular, I mean front to back, like where he goes in it, where he starts, where he comes back into, yeah. where he goes into the actual solo for have a cigar or whatever. Oh my God. Like a West Virginia 10 is probably like a Los Angeles five. I want to yeah. hear them do <laughs> no, echoes though. Did that go over your head on that one? Yes. I said a West Virginia 10 is probably like a Los Angeles five. five. No, I don't believe that at all because all of my fucking fives come from LA. Like in the, all the shit you're hearing. You know, I was just the using it as like a rating system. I, I yeah. get it, but like, okay. dude, I don't. Glad. Okay. <laughs> maybe in like rap music or country music, I could see yeah. that. But like, uh, dude, I don't. Fucking. Yeah. Holy shit. That's all I can say yeah, about this. Really? I, I could listen to the like if, if you if you think you want to play guitar like you're not playing guitar yet but you think you want to play guitar mm-hmm. go because this isn't on spotify you're not gonna find it's on youtube go watch this video because not only is this band super fucking tight the lead singer's got an incredible voice great bass player great piano player great drummer jesus th- this this guitar player might be the best guitar player i've ever heard in my entire fucking life <laughs> i don't know about all that but i, dude, I, I, think I mean he might dude be. he really is like i don't know fucking i don't think i know underrated. anybody personally that could play that do you know his do you know his name i have no idea yeah, i have no idea either i don't know no, any of names. no idea i mean i can look that up and be professional about it but like jesus christ it, yeah it really leaves you just kind of lost for words if you actually respect any amount of guitar playing it, it, a loss for words is exactly right because i i've never i've never heard anything like this before in my life because it's like you can listen to stevie stevie still has his boxes like jimmy still had his boxes bb king still had his boxes this solo for me just checking like 40 fucking boxes where we were saying that lucas nelson's solo in the last song was all over the place mm-hmm. like this is all over the this place. really is but it's still like so condensed if that makes sense like this one really does he hits so many different scale choicings in this and just phrasings and different fucking things like his name is max newman max newman you were a hard ass sir Ma- yeah, if you max- hear this come talk to us max newman you <sighs> like not only is this fucking phenomenal and this song's incredible the solo obviously is number one for a reason I mean, you did better than pink floyd in my opinion and that's like yeah <laughs> well i mean i don't know that <sighs> you how do you say that it's better because that's how the song was written well not only that but like gilmore's gilmore in my opinion can never i don't care if you're picking a song that's obscure off of fucking pipers can never be underrated it's not underrated it's david gilmore that's like saying an eric clapton solo is underrated that's like saying a stevie ray vaughn solo is underrated it might be underrated in the fact that like it's not a top song Mm -hmm. but as a whole as a as a solo like i don't believe that you can say a guitar player that that's good has an underrated solo because he is who he he's that Mm -hmm. good but this kid fucking G- oh yeah no it's 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 broke like really. loss it's busted it needs nerfed loss for words is like giving it some that's perfect like loss for words exactly like how to yeah. describe that solely because it's fucking incredible it's so hard to believe like i'm looking at this guy i'm like what the fuck stank face like you know this man just like had his eyes in the back of his head and there's like a this. point where he's setting down and he starts the solo setting down and then by the end he's like stands up during the really? solo and fucking goes banana everything works so great his solo is played over a great a great rhythm section with the band sounds incredible and it's like the bass player really gives it back to him while he's playing and mm-hmm. kind of leads and weaves in and out this kid's fucking this this might be he I, I, when i say he might be the best guitar player ever it's a fucking possibility because i don't know anybody that can play that and 
watching him do other songs as well, it's not like they do any different stretch. Like when they do uh, No Quarter, their version of that oh, yeah, shit no is quarter's so fucking good. That's what good, I mean. They're, they're incredible as a band, so don't get me so wrong. So good. But like the guitar solo in this song is bar none. No, like absolutely not. It's, no. it's uh, like I really, all this, like Walk With Me in Hell got a 9-7, I think. And I think that song is just like in metal music, like that's what a solo should be. Somehow I want to say that this is easily, like if I'm comparing the two, like a Walk With Me in the Hell is like a 6. Yeah. Well, like it's uh, so, it's, so yeah. far past it. Like, And I mean, I feel like half of me is like, eh, this technically shouldn't be number one because it's not a studio album recording. It's a live recording kind of like in a studio. I don't give a fuck. Like if you're a guitar player and you've, and I would assume that you probably have seen this or heard this by now, you need- At least heard of these guys. You need to go listen to this. Go watch this on YouTube. The main squeeze don't have a cigar by Pink Floyd. It's it's incredible. Yeah, it's inspirational. It, it's 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 fu- like yeah, inspiration. It's it's fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like it like when I say that I'm a loss for words, I don't know what That's else. To, yeah, we've been literally sitting here just fucking. We don't know how to describe I it. Yeah, through. I don't know what else to say to you. The the guy just we he, he plays the perfect guitar solo. I mean, it's it's the perfect guitar solo, and it doesn't sound like Gilmore, but it's it, yeah. into his rhythm. Well, it's like, like a it's like a five six minute solo, and I I love jam band music. I love stretch out songs don't get me wrong but when you're a guitar player and you can keep my attention with a guitar solo for that long yeah that's saying you're doing something right and that's why this song ranks number one on us Mm -hmm. for the most underrated guitar solos and like i said we kind of kept it into the rock metal genre because you know i thought there was a bunch of good country songs but i didn't feel like that they 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 fit on this list with all the other rock and roll type songs there's a couple charlie's daniel songs that i definitely would have put on there. and i mean i I don't know what else to say guys if you haven't seen this video and you don't know what we're talking about please yeah go watch it this is absolutely must see like I don't even know if I should put the clip of the song in this because I feel like we're not even should... gonna put the episode out. We're just gonna put the song out and we're yeah. like, this is the episode. We're gonna <laughs> scam you guys. I feel like I shouldn't put the clip of the song in here because I feel that you guys should go look this up yourself because not only is the song incredible, yeah. the solo is incredible. Like these guys are great. Yeah, and they need they need all the love. Yeah, you know, they they need a bunch of love, bunch of love. Anyway, just guys, watch the Red Rock sets as well. Like they're so good. Their cover of War Pigs Red is fucking Bone. incredible. They do a great cover. Of yeah, Red the Red Bone one is one of my favorites too. Yeah. because that one's uh that's the one i've been trying to figure out like kind of how to play like yeah. i guess i haven't like looked too hard at it but that's one i kind of tried to figure it out a couple times and it's so like weird with the bass but do you know where that's sampled from that's jaco pistorius is it mm-hmm. yeah that's why i always thought it was a 70s song when i first heard it i thought it was a sample from a 70s song yeah and it's it's not at all like there's a the middle section is jaco but if you guys heard that collar rattling my dog duke is coming to the studio with us and he's laying under the table um you know we love animals around here like i'm not gonna tell them to just get out you know yeah again they're welcome anyway thank you guys for listening to another episode of the music dicks this has been our top 20 most underrated guitar solos in our opinion and uh if you don't agree with them we don't care make up your own list and record a podcast <laughs> but we do want to hear what Send you guys think yeah you can you can record your podcast and get a hold of me and say hey we want you to produce and edit this and i'll gladly do it for paper money uh thank you guys for listening we appreciate it make sure once again you guys listen on apple podcast leave us a good review leave us a good rating we would appreciate that tell your friends guys we need that word of mouth we, we, yeah we need that word of mouth you know what i mean because we're not we're not billionaires we're not trillionaires we're not i don't even think we're thousandaires we're gonna be hundredaires i don't have a fucking dollar in my name <laughs> we're 
they're like $20 airs. We don't have the money to do all this promotion, so we need you guys. If you really appreciate this, just like you tell your friends about bands that you really enjoy, help us promote the show. We would appreciate it so very much. Yeah, share us on Tactic or whatever. Tell your, yeah, going tell on. your friends. Go on Tactic and tell people how much you like listening to us. Um, put in a Tic Tac and get on Tactic and tell people how to talk. About, talk about yeah to talk dick. Don't forget, guys. There's enough dicks in the world, so why not be a music dick instead? We see you again next time on the Music Dicks. I don't have a fucking dollar to my name.